हरे कृष्णा जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजना यमुना तीरावन चारी राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी गोपी जन बल्लव गिरिवर धारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यमुना तीरावन हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जयो राधा काला चंजी राधा काला चंजी श्री राधे जयो राधा काला चंजी राधा काला चंजी श्री राधे जयो राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जयो राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद श्री राधे जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ बल देवा जयो सुभद्रा 
जयो जगन्नाथ जयो जगन्नाथ बलदेव जयो सुभद्रा नितई गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नितई गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नितई गौर हरि बोल जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव नीताई गौर प्रेमानंद हरि हरि बोल ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृतम नरम चरोत्तम दिव्यम सरस्वती व्यास तथो जयत मुदीरयाष्टु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवते उत्तमा श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनाया छंदोपाकुमाराया गोविंदाए नमो नमः नमो पंकजनाभाया नमो पंकजमालिने नमो पंकजनेत्राया नमस्ते पंकजांग्रे गुरुए गौरचंद्रावे राधिकाए तदालय कृष्णाय कृष्ण भक्ताया तद्भक्ताया नमो नमः टुडे श्लोक कैंटो वन चैप्टर नाइन चैप्टर्स नेम इज पैसिंग अवे ऑफ भीष्मदेव श्लोक नंबर थर्टी नाइन विजया विजया रथ 
कुटुंबा आता तोत्रे धृता हया रश्मि रश्मिनी तच श्रीयाक्षनियाय भगवन भगवती ता रातिर अस्तु में मुमुशुर यम इहा निरक्षया हता गता स्वरूपम विजया रथा कुटुंबा आता तोत्रे दृष्टा हया रश्मिनी तच श्रीयाक्षन्ये भगवती रातिर अस्तु में मुमुशुर यम इहा निरक्षया तहता गता स्वरूपम विजया रथा कुटुंबा अत्ता तोत्रे धृता धाया रश्मिनी तच्छियाक्षन्ये भव भगवती रतिरस्तु में मुमुर्शोर यम यहाँ नक्षा हतागता स्वरूपम विजयारथा कुटुंबा अतातोत्रे धृता धृता है रश्मिनी तच्छियान श्याक्षन्ये भगवती रति रस्तु में मुमुर्शोर यम यहाँ निरक्षा हतागता स्वरूपम विजयारथा कुटुंबाता तोत्रे धृताहाया रश्मिनी तत्श्रीयाक्षन्ये भगवती रतिरस्तु में ममुर्शुर या यहाँ निरक्षया हतागता स्वरूपम् विजयारथा कुटुंबा तत्तोत्रे धृताहाया रश्मिनी तत्श्रीयाक्षन्ये भगवती रतिरस्तु में मुमुर्शुर यम यहाँ निरक्षया हतागता स्वरूपम् विजयारथा कुटुंबात्रतोत्रे धृताहयारश्मिनी तत्श्रीयाक्षेन्ये भगवती रतिरस्तुमे मुमुर्शुर यम ये हनिरिक्षाया तागता स्वरूपम What to word? Vijaya Arjuna Ratha Chariot Kutumbe The object of protection at all risk At all risk Attatotre With a whip in the right hand Dhritahaya 
controlling the horses. Rashmini ropes. Tatriya beautifully standing. Ikshanye to look at. Bhagavati unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ratihi Astu let my attraction be. Mumur Shoha one who is about to die. Yam upon whom? Iha in this world. Nirikshe by looking. Hataha those who died. Gataha attained. Swarupam original form. Translation by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki. At the moment of death, let my ultimate attraction be to Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead. I concentrate my mind upon the chariot driver of Arjuna who stood with a whip in his right hand and a bright and a brutal rope in the left, in his left, who was very careful to give protection to Arjuna's chariot by all means. Those who saw him on the battlefield of Kurukshetra attained their original form after death. Read the purport of Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guru Venamaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahiyam Dadati Swapadantikam Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Begging at the lotus feet of my spiritual master Srila Prabhupada and all the Purva and Vartaman Guru Vargas May I speak few words in the glorification of our dear Lord Shri Krishna for the pleasure of all the Vaishnavas and for my very own purification Vancha Kalpatarubhyasya Kripa Sindhubeva Chapatita Nam Pavaneveo Vaishnaveveo Namo Nama so we'll read the purport. I'll take up little purport and then we'll try to understand. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. A pure devotee of the Lord constantly sees the presence of the Lord within himself because of being transcendentally related by loving service. Such a pure devotee cannot forget the Lord for a moment. This is called trance. The mystic yogis tries to concentrate upon the super soul by controlling the senses from all other engagements. And thus, he ultimately attains samadhi. A devotee more easily attains samadhi or trance by constantly remembering the Lord's personal feature along with his holy name, fame, pastime, etc., Therefore, the concentration of the mystic yogi and that of the devotee are not on the same level. The concentration of the mystic is mechanical, whereas that of the pure devotee is natural in pure love and spontaneous affection. So here, 
we have Prabhupada is com- comparing between two. The, you know, the yogis who goes, who renunciate everything and, you know, withdraw like a tortoise. He withdraws all of his senses and then try to, you know, concentrate on that. But the, the goal is same, but our, the, that of a, but the path that a devotee choose and the path that a yogi choose, chooses are completely different. But the goal, so as to say, is somewhat the similar because ours is Bhagavan's himself. For them, it is the super soul. Nonetheless, Prabhupada says the journey, for us, for a devotee, the journey and the destination, both are beautiful. I mean, the path is made of gold and the destination is also gold. But for, when we see the yogis, for them it is way harder, way harder because when we, for us, we come, we, for us it is called yukta vairagya. Whatever we have, we add everything. We add Krishna to everything. So we are living the same life. It is not so much of a transition. But when we see a yogi, for him, he is withdrawing himself from everything. You know, he has to say, uh, they say, uh, not this, not this, not that. Like we have to reject everything and then realize the super soul. And the path is so difficult. And Prabhupada in Bhagavad Gita, in the purport, he mentioned many a times about the story of uh, incident of uh, Vishwamitra. Vishwamitra Muni, who was a king then, and then he, when he saw Vaishishta Muni, and he realized being a king, I'm not so powerful, I want to be a, uh, Brahma Rishi. And the topmost one. And then he, his journey to become a, that, that Rishi, is been explained and narrated, and it is so hard. First he gets succumbed by lust, then he gets succumbed by anger, then he gets succumbed by pride. And uh, time and again, he goes back and forth, back and forth. Every time he does that mistake, he falls down. As, as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, that in this path of devotion, whatever we do, it is just adding on. It does not go back to zero. You need not start. Like we see in a material world, you become a doctor in this life. But again, when you take birth as a human, if we do so, we have to start from A, B, C, D. We cannot say, okay, previous birth, I was a doctor. I want to start from here. No, it goes back to zero. Similarly, the yogis, whenever they make a mistake, they, there is any fall down or any slip, they have to start all over. So it does, it start from always zero. But when it comes to, bhag, when it comes to devotional path for a devotee, whatever, if you have achieved two percent, the next birth you start from the third stage, from the third level or third, the three percent. So it does not, that two percent that has been, no matter which birth, no matter where you were, but wherever you stop, it starts right from there. It does not go back to zero. But that's not the same case with the yogis. And we see how devotion, how the holy name, how our love for Krishna protects us in return. We have that protection. And we see this story from the story, from the incident of Haridas Thakur. Haridas Thakur was so young, so beautiful, so handsome. And this uh, Mataji, the prostitute Mataji, she comes and she tries to lure Haridas Thakur. Not a single time. And then Maya Devi comes. And not a single time when Haridas Thakur, when he had to, you know, regret he chanted, he, rather he transformed them and gave them the love of God rather than they transforming him into a, you know, mundane person going for after the senses. So the love of God is much, much higher and that in return protects us. 
And so we see how when we surrender unto Krishna, how Krishna in return protects us. Here we are seeing how Bhishma Dev, at the time of, you know, at the time of his passing, he wants to, after he has given, we have been reading for so many days that how he has been instructing Yudhishthir Maharaj. And now he, now he is, it's time for him to leave as he had the, you know, boon from his father to have the Icha Mrityu, means he can leave his body whenever he wants. And now he has decided because the time was right, he decided to quit his body and now he is concentrating completely upon Krishna's beautiful form. And he, Bhishma Dev was in the mood of a chivalrous devotee. He wanted that, you know, the fighting mood and that, that kind of uh, rasa, that kind of mellow he had with Krishna. And uh, and then we see that, you know, at that moment, Krishna, now Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 8.6, Yam yam vapismaran bhavam tajanti ante kalevaram tam tam evati konteya sadatad bhava bhavitad. Whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body, O son of Kunti, that state he will attain without fail. So whatever we remember at the time of our death, that will be the that will be the state that we will attain. If we are thinking of our spouse, we will become that. If we are thinking of our pet, we are becoming that. If you think, Prabhupada says, if you, even if you have a, you know, you have a desire to consume a small gulab jamun, you have to take birth again to have that because our desire needs to be fulfilled. We need to be purified before we go back to Godhead. That's the ultimate goal of our life. So, <clears throat> so here, sorry. So here we see the difference between a yogi and a devotee. It may look the same, but then it's not the same. We may, so when it, we see Haridas Thakur was a renunciate too. He didn't have any position. He was just living in a small kutir, in a small hermitage. And you may see another yogi who is also living everything and going on to Himalayas, but their consciousness is not the same. Uh, bhakti is ahitaki and apratihata, which is unmotivated and unconditional. There is, oh Krishna, if you give this to me, then I will give that to you. Bhakti, love is not like that. Love is meant to be unconditional. And the next, Prabhupada writes in the purport, a devotee more easily attains samadhi or trance. So we see that, that for devotee it is much easier because our as I said, our destination and our journey both are beautiful. When we dance in front of the deities in, and when we honor prasadam, when we're reading these beautiful shastras and we are sharing with others, it is so beautiful. You know, right then it feels that this is, this is the spiritual world. So we are so satisfied here. But when a yogi we, who has withdrawn all his senses, left his wife, children and everything, he is literally struggling in this world so that he can get something better for us. This is better and that is better too. So that's how it is. So for us, Prabhupada says, it's for a devotee, it is very, very easy. It is easily attainable. Therefore, the concentration of the mystic yogi and that of the devotee are not on the same level. The concentration of the mystic yogi is mechanical. He is doing it. Like, you know, very mechanically. But for a devotee, pure devotee, Prabhupada says, it is very spontaneous. 
It's a spontaneous affection like how we have it for our children, our family. It's like that for Krishna, for a devotee. Bhishma Dev was a pure devotee. He was, and as a military marshal, he constantly remembered the battlefield feature of the Lord as Parthasarthi, the chariot driver of Arjuna. It, uh, you know, it is said that when we call Krishna with the name of a devotee, like uh, Radhanath, uh, Arjun Sakha, Parthasarthi, and so on, Nanda Nandan, um, then um, Devaki Nandan, Yashoda Nandan. When we call Krishna by the name of his, with the name of his de- devotee, Krishna becomes even more pleased than just calling himself. So. That's why even our, when we call out, uh, and our all deities name, we have Radha Kala Chanji, we have Radha Sham Sundar, Radha Govinda Dev, we have Radha Rani's name before because Radha Rani is the topmost devotee and it pleases Krishna the most. So in Adi Purana, it is mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya 1128. Lord Krishna said to Arjuna, those who are my direct devotee are actually not my devotees, but those who are the devotees of my servants are factually my devotees. So that's what we see. Lord says himself to to Arjuna, Krishna says to Arjuna, that those who are directly are my devotee and not my devotee, but those who dasanu dasanu das, that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave us this mood of dasanu dasanu das. We are the servant of the servant of the servant. The lower we go, the higher we become, we come in front of Krishna's eye. Not unlike material world, the higher we go, the higher we, you know, represent ourselves. But to Krishna, the lower we go in, in, you know, in the mood of service, Lord is not not in our consciousness, but in our service servitude mood. You know, the more we go, the servant of the servant of the servant, the more we go on, the higher we come up to Krishna's eye. Then it says that, therefore, the Lord's pastime as Parthasarthi is also eternal. The pastime of Lord, beginning from His birth at the prison house of Kamsa, up to the Moshala Leela at the end, all move one after another in all the universes, just as the clock hand moves from one point to another. And in such pastime, his associates like the Pandavas and Bhishma are constant eternal companion. So every time Lord Lord is having a pastime. So we see that they are called Nitya Siddhas. They, whenever Krishna comes, they are, his associates come along. Then Pandavas are such example, Pandavas and Bhishma Dev. So every time, wherever Krishna is, there will be Pandavas and there will be Bhishma Dev. And end of Bhagavad Gita says, wherever there is, the last shloka, very shloka of Bhagavad Gita, it says that wherever there is Krishna, wherever there is Arjuna, the victory will be there. So, we see every time Krishna appears, the Pandavas and Bhishma Dev will also be along. They are his eternal companions. So Bhishma Dev, Bhishma Dev never forgot the beautiful feature of the Lord as Parthasarthi, which even Arjuna could not see. Arjuna was behind the beautiful Parthasarthi, 
while Bhishma Dev was just in front of the Lord. As far as the military feature of the Lord is concerned, Bhishma Dev observed this with the more with more relish than Arjuna. So we see Bhishma Dev. We have five kind of rasas and then second kind of five kind of primary rasa and seven kind of secondary rasa. So Bhishma Dev was in this uh, Viryaras, which is chivalry. Viryaras with uh, Krishna, whereas Arjuna was in Sakyaras. So, and it's, I have heard from my seniors that, you know, though here we see there's so much competition. If we, the moment we hear this is the best position, every one of us talking for myself want to get that position because that's been told the best position. But in the spiritual world, it is not the same. They enjoy whichever rasa they are in. They don't try to compete. The, the, the Sakharas is not trying to compete with Madhuryaras, though they are said to be superior in nature, or the Vatsyalyaras not trying to be, Yeshodamai is not trying to be Radharani or any of the gopis because that's said to be. They are happy in their own rasas. And here we see Bhishma Dev in the rasa of chivalry, the Viryaras. And he is very, very satisfied. And at the time of his passing, he is not thinking, oh, I should have been in Madhuraras, or I should have been in Vatsalya, or Sakya, or Shanta, or anything. He is, he is satisfied, fully satisfied with the rasa that he's mellow, that he shares with Krishna. And he is remembering his Lord in that, in that mood. And that's what it is like, you know, he, so we see whenever we are giving a service, we always think, oh, that person has a better service, that person has a better service, but we can learn from the Shastras how our, um, our Mahajanas, Bhishma Dev is one of the Mahajan, and how they teach us, how they are satisfied with whatever mood they're in. And, and Arjuna could not see it, what Bhishma Dev was seeing. Bhishma's Aradhya was Krishna in, with the features of the battlefield, which he never forget. All the soldiers and persons on the battlefield of Kurukshetra attained their original spiritual form, like the Lord after their death, because by the causeless mercy of the Lord, they were able, able to see him face to face on the occasion. Now here Prabhupada is saying, whoever was present in the battlefield of Kurukshetra, they got Sarupya Mukti, means a form which is similar to Krishna's form. In the pastime of Aghasur in Canto 10 of Srimad Bhagavatam, I have heard a lecture, for, not a lecture, many lectures on this particular pastime of Brahma Bimohan Leela, where Brahmaji is stealing the calves away from Krishna just to check whether Krishna is the actually supreme personality of Godhead, and no, Godhead or not. There, and the pastime of Agasura, His Holiness Radha Govind Maharaj beautifully narrates this entire pastimes. It's in Hindi. Uh, Maharaj is saying that, you know, Aghasur, Agha means Aga means uh, sin personified. And he got Sarupya Mukti. Sarupya Mukti, as I explained, is one of the five liberation that you get. And this one is particularly the form of Lord. And he was personified. He, he was sin personified. And when Brahmaji saw that, and he was little, you know, little uh, prema, uh, prema cope, it is said, like uh, anger out of love. He was little disappointed. Oh, we had to maintain so much of, you know, accounts of his uh, sins 
and now Krishna just with a snap or less than a snap, he just took away all the sin and gave him liberation which the yogis are looking after and doing so much of tapasya. How can that, how can that be? And there Maharaj says that just by closing our eyes and if we just remember the archabhigraha of Sri Sri Radha Kala Chanji or any of your Aradya Vigraha, we can get liberation then why not Krishna being right inside Agasura? Why will he not get a, you know, liberation? Because Krishna himself, not the Vigraha, not the form, but he himself, very himself, was inside the, this demon. Why would he not get liberation? And similarly, coming back here, we see that when Krishna, he was present by his mercy, and Maharaj also says that Krishna has many features, but his daya feature, his mercy, his karuna feature that subdues his all other feature. When daya, when daya devi on, when, when, you know, daya, the feature of mercy arises in Krishna, all other things, all other features of Krishna, the rules and regulation, you do this, you come back to God, and you don't do this, you don't come back to God, and all these rules, because who made the rules? Krishna make. If Krishna can make the rule, he can break the rule. So when all these features are there, fine, but the moment Krishna gets this karuna, this mercy for a particular living being, and he decides to uplift that person or that, or that living entity, nobody can stop Krishna because he is the one and only. Krishna to Bhagavan Swam, he is the Swam Bhagavan. He can decide who can come and who cannot. So when he decided who will come because of this their potency of Krishna, all other features, all the rules and regulations were subdued because of this, their potency or their feature or mercy feature of Krishna. And so we see in the battlefield of Kurukshetra right there when Krishna glanced at the parties, both the parties, they all got Sarupya Mukti. They got liberation. The conditioned souls rotating in the evolutionary cycle from aquatics up to the form of Brahma are all in the form of Maya or the form obtained by one's own action and awarded by material nature. The, mate, the material forms of the conditioned souls are in are all foreign dresses and when the conditioned soul becomes liberated from the clutches of material energy, he attains his original form. So we are all covered by Maya. But the moment this foreign dress, this material uh, understanding or the material coverage is removed, we get our original position which is called constitutional position or the Swarup. Our Swarup we get. That is our relationship, our original relationship with Krishna. Our Jivere Swarup hoy, Krishna Nitya Das. Our actual form is our actual identity is Krishna's eternal servant, eternal servant of Krishna. But by being allured by material energy, by being covered by material energy, our senses being attracted toward material energy, we cannot see Krishna. By chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. By chanting Mahamantra, by remembering Krishna, his form, his leela, his pastimes, by associating with his devotees, his dear most devotees, the pure devotees, this material energy, his, its effects start, her effects starts reducing and Krishna's effects start increasing in our life. And we can see ourselves again 
in our original form that is our being eternal servant of the Lord. The impersonalist wants to attain the impersonal Brahman effulgence of the Lord. But this is not all, but this is not at all congenial to the living sparks, sparks and parcel of the Lord. Therefore, the impersonalist again fall down and get material form, which are all false to the spirit soul. The spiritual form, a spiritual form like the Lord's, either two-handed or four-handed is attained by the devotees of the Lord, either in Baikunta or in the Goloka planet, according to the original nature of the soul. In this regard, if we look back the verse at um, 35, we are in 39, I'll read a little part of it. Towards the end, Prabhupada says, very beautiful points there. The Lord diminished the duration of life of the opposite party by his merciful glance. It is said that all the fighters who assembled on the battlefield of Kurukshetra attained salvation by personally seeing the Lord at the time of death. It is saying the same thing, that at the time of death, they saw Krishna. So, Krishna reduced their life and they got salvation by personally seeing the Lord at the time of death. Therefore, his diminishing the duration of life of Arjuna's enemy does not mean that he was partial to the cause of Arjuna. Factually, he was merciful to the opposite party because they would not have attained the salvation by dying at home in the ordinary course of life. Here was a chance to see the Lord at the time of death and thus attain the salvation from material life. Therefore, the Lord is all good and whatever he does is for everyone's good. Apparently, it was for the victory of Arjuna. He, his intimate friend, but factually it was for the good of Arjuna's enemies. Such are the transcendental activities of the Lord and whoever understands this also gets salvation after quitting this material body. The Lord does no wrong in any circumstance because he is absolute all good at all times. Talking of absolute and all good and all auspicious Krishna, uh, today being Baman Dev's holy appearance, uh, we will see how Krishna was Krishna is always equal to everybody and he wishes no harm to anyone. So as we know the story of Bamandeb, I'll just try to narrate it in a little few lines or texts. <clears throat> Bamandeb's holy appearance day is today and also happened to be the Ekadashi. So while ba- Bali Maharaj, Bali Maharaj was performing sacrifice, Bamandeb went there in the sacrificial arena and said, you are performing such a great sacrifice. I'm a Brahmana. Will you kindly give me some donation? And then, uh, and then Bali Maharaj said, yes, why not? I will give you whatever you want. But Shukracharya, his guru, immediately warned him that this, he is Vishnu. Don't give him anything. Bali Maharaj felt all the more, more motivated to give the charity. And in Srimad Bhagavatam, 5.5.18, where Rishabh Dev is instructing his hundred sons. He is saying, 
गुरून शिष्यत स्वजनो न शिष्यत पिता न शिष्यात जननी न शिष्यत दैवीं न तत्सान न पतिश्च शिष्यान न मोचयत समुपेतमृत्युम वन हु कैनॉट डिलीवर हिज डिपेंडेंट फ्रॉम द पाथ ऑफ रिपीटेड बर्थ एंड डेथ शुड नेवर बिकम अ स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर अ फादर अ मदर और अ वॉशिपेबल डेमीगॉड so here the point is we see shukracharya being a guru he saying don't give the charity to vishnu and bardhan bardhan bali maharaj he says no if he is vishnu i should give everything so prabhupad says that you know bali maharaj is one of our we just now saw bhishma dev and bali maharaj is also one of our um, mahajan so out of the 12 maharaj uh, mahajan one is bhishma dev and one is bali maharaj and we see bali maharaj is a demon and yet he is our uh, what and prahlad maharaj he is also demon they come in the same lineage they are demons and yet they are our worshipable mahajans they they, they are the one whose path we are in the shrimad bhagavatam it says we should follow their footsteps but we are following footsteps of not not because they are demon or they are demigods but so long they worship krishna their worshipable lord is vishnu we can follow them they are mahajan actually one should never reject one's guru shila prabhupad says in his lecture that that's a very big offense but when bali maharaj realized his guru was asking him to not give charity to vishnu which is a reverse of what a guru should do or teach or preach he rejected his own guru and it's a big sin i mean you cannot once you have accepted your guru after all the contemplation and you know giving a good thought and all with a matured understanding that guru is the master of our life and whatever the guru says the disciple does you cannot reject a guru but we see bali maharaj he is rejecting his guru and it it says so from the shastras as we saw shrimad bhagavatam rishabdev who is the incarnation of the lord he is instructing his 100 son sons that you know if that guru that father that mother that relative even a demigod who do not take you who doesn't take you to the path of krishna who can who cannot deliver you from repeated birth and that has no right to become a guru and we see shukracharyas doing just that so from shastras we learn anyone who is not a devotee of vishnu cannot be a guru one may be very learned brahmana but avashnava avashnava guru avashnava avashnavo gururna shishyat one who is not a vaishnava or not a devotee of vishnu cannot be a guru so we see even though bali maharaj did a great sin by rejecting his own guru but yet he is one of our mahajan why because he did so based on shastrical injunction shastrik injunction who obstructs the worship whoever obstructs the worship of vishnu or supreme lord should be immediately rejected prabhupad also mentions about bamandev cheating bali maharaj in chaitanya charitamrita madhya cc 2239 it says that lord says krishna says ami bigya ei murkhe vishay keno debo swacharanamrita diya vishaya bhulaibo since i am very intelligent why should i give this fool fool materials prosperity instead i shall give i shall induce him to take the nectar of the shelter of my lotus feet 
So in Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is, uh, these are spoken by Krishna when a devotee, you know, this, uh, a devotee, he worships Krishna, he serves Krishna, and at the same time, he has a material desire, like me. And that time, Krishna says that this person might be a fool, but I am intelligent. I am intelligent. So why should I give, fulfill his material desires? Rather, I will give my own charnamrit, the water of my lotus feet, and make him forget all his material desires. And this way he will come back to me. That's what Chaitanya Charitamrita says. <clears throat> so we see that our, we are seeing that, you know, Bhishma Dev, uh, Bali Maharaj, they are our Mahajan. And yet, even though they are demon, they, but then they were so surrendered to Krishna or Vishnu that we follow them. In 1088.8 it says, Shri Bhagavan, Srimad Bhagavatam, 1088.8 Shri Bhagavan Ubacha, Yashraham Anyagrahunami, Harishyeta Dhanam, Sanye, Tato Adhan, Adhanam, Tyajanti Asya, Swajana Dukkha Dukhita. The personality of God had said, if I specially favor someone, I gradually deprive him of his wealth. Then the relatives and friends of such a poverty-stricken man abandon him. In this way, he suffers one, dist- one distress after another. So this is a verse that Srila Prabhupada mentions quite many times. He says that this particular verse from 10, Srimad Bhagavatam 10.88.8, he said when he was trying to come back to, you know, reviving his business again and his pharmaceutical business again and again and again, he had come across and he was not understanding why this is happening to him, why Krishna is doing this to me. Something on the similar line Prabhupada was, you know, thinking. And then he came across this beautiful verse of Srimad Bhagavatam when, uh, you know, Krishna is saying that, you know, when I personally favor somebody, I take away all of their wealth. And seeing them, seeing such a poor person, all the family members and the friends, they like to, you know, they they reject such a person. And this way they, you know, they get distress after distress. And Kunti Maharani says, when we get distress after distress, then is the real time when we surrender unto Krishna. Because in our happiness, we often forget Krishna. But when we are in trouble, we think, oh, Krishna, please help me. So Kunti Maharani, she asks, Couple of, uh, one, one chapter back, prayers of Krish, uh, Kunti Maharani, we see Kunti Maharani says, give me more and more stress because only then I, we remember you. So that's what uh, Krishna does and Prabhupada mentions about this verse quite many times that how when he was, you know, uh, facing the failure time and again in his material life, he was, he came across this verse and then Prabhupada was very happy that, you know, Krishna is specially favoring me and that's why I'm not being able to, I'm not able to be successful in my endeavor in this material world. So Bamandev asked for three steps of land and Bali Maharaj says, yes, I shall give you. So by one feet, he covered the entire lower portion of the universe and with the another, he covered the upper portions of the universe. And then he asked, I have still one foot left, uh, one, one step left. Why do I put my feet now? And then immediately Bali Maharaj said, he bows down to Bamandev and he said, you can put it, you can place it on top of my head. And seeing this surrender, 
Krishna becomes so and happy, so and you know it it gives so much of joy to Krishna. Then that you know he he agrees to become seeing the surrender of Bali Maharaj Bamandev. He becomes the doorkeeper of Bali Maharaj. And he is known as Upendra. So Krishna becomes the doorkeeper. So why this is that we see that even Bali Maharaj, we to, so as to say it looks, he took away everything. Bamandev took away everything from him. But when Krishna gives, as we read in Lilamrit, Srila Prabhupada says that when Krishna gives with all his hand, how much can you take with your two hands? And when Krishna wants to take away all he wants, how much can you stop with two hands? So it may seem, it, it, it seemed like that, you know, Krishna was, Bamande was taking away all the wealth of Bali Maharaj. But in return, he became the doorkeeper of Bali Maharaj, as Upendra, as I mentioned. So Prabhupada mentioned in the text 35, that whatever Krishna does, he does it for everybody's good. We may plan something and we may feel in the service of Krishna, I would say, you know, so many times it happens, we have planned something and it does not go how we want it. And we get so dejected. But if we see, but if we wait and if we let Krishna work through it, if we let Krishna's plan come forward, we will see how beautifully works. And But when Krishna works, when I do something, when I plan something, it is just for my own very own benefit. But when Krishna works through it, it is for everybody's benefit. Here we see how in the battlefield, how Arjuna uh, being the, you know, Yudhishthir Maharaj got the kingdom because that was, it's supposed to be the devotees should be ruling so that, you know, the um, the peace remains. And then at the same time, the enemies were not losers either. They got uh, liberation, which they couldn't even, you know, they cannot even think in their dreams to get after doing so much of sins, getting a, a liberation from this material birth, uh, you know, Janma Mrittu Jara Vyadi, birth, that old age disease. They cannot even think of getting out of this vicious cycle of material energy. But then they did that. So they got what was best for them, I mean, beyond their imagination and uh, the Pandavas got what was the best for them and the uh, and the subjects and the um, the subject of that um, Kurukshetra and the entire that time Yudhishthir Maharaj was the king of the entire uh, world and everybody got such a wonderful devotee of the Lord so if you see this is called a win-win situation so when Krishna works through he gives a win-win situation. But when we plan, when we try to get our plan uh, through, it will be either a win-lose or lose-lose. It will never be a win-win situation because this, when we work with the help of material energy, you know, it says that Dukhalam Ashashwatam, you might be fixing at some part, but it will be, you know, getting loosened somewhere else. So you might be fixing one hole and ten more holes will come up. But when Krishna works through it, Krishna makes it so beautiful makes it all auspicious as we see that all of them got mukti. And if they had asked, Arjuna was lamenting, oh, I'm killing my grandfather, oh, I'm killing my teacher, but they wouldn't have got what they're getting just being at home. But coming on the field of Kurukshetra, coming right in front of the Supreme Personality of God at Sri Krishna, they got which they would have never got. So moving ahead in today's purport,
this form which is sent person spiritual is swarupa of the living being and all the living beings who participated on the battlefield of kurukshetra on both sides attained their swarupa as confirmed by bhishma dev so lord shri krishna was not merciful only to the pandavas he was also merciful to the other parties because all of them attained the same result bhishma dev wanted the same facility also so here in in bhagavad gita 929 it says that samo aham sarvabhuteshu name dushasti na priya i envy no one nor am i partial to anyone i am equal to all so you see whether they were enemies or they were friend they were getting what was best for that so krishna says i am not i am equal to everybody i do not see who uh, you know who is enemy or who likes me who does not we see that every one of us breathing whether we recognize krishna as our supreme master or not even an atheist is breathing he is getting the air krishna is not stopping the water air or anything for him saying okay you don't have the right to live because you are not considering me to be your lord and only my devotees will live no krishna is not partial krishna is equal to every one of us as we all are his children he consider all of us equally he 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 gives us equally he is not partial to anybody he says that he is nobody is uh, you know he nobody is priya and no one is dwesha nobody is enemy or nobody is friend or he doesn't do any favoritism he is equal to everybody bishma dev wanted the same result as we read same facility also and that was his prayer to the lord although his position as an associate of the lord is assured in all circumstances the conclusion is that whoever dies looking on the personality of godhead within or without attains his swarupa which is highest perfection of life so the thing is as they say that ante narayana smriti at the end of our life if we can remember krishna we will go back to our desired destination and here it propan mentions this within if we remember him within and if we remember him without whether we are seeing krishna like bhishma dev was seeing krishna or if we can remember krishna within our heart as parmatma no matter what we will go back to our destination and also like bhishma dev haridas thakur at the time of his passing he was seeing chaitanya mahaprabhu right in front of his eyes because that was his desire so whatever is your whatever we cultivate that will happen at the time of death if we associate with uh, maya devi material energy that's what will come to our mind and if we associate with krishna at the time of death that's what will come to our mind so it is up to us how we cultivate our this very human form of life whether we choose to be krishna conscious or maya conscious that's what will be our next birth so as we say i mentioned haridas thakur he was he was very sick and he many he was taking so many holy names it was not 16 rounds it was so much more 
and but he was not able to do it because his body was falling weak and when he was asked why what is your problem he was saying oh my only problem is that i'm not able to do my sadhana properly and then chaitanya mahaprabhu himself says you have done it enough now you can reduce but Chait- but haridas thakur will not agree and at the end his only desire what he was he wanted wanted to see lord chaitanya right in front of his eyes so he did lord fulfilled his desire again there so these are the two very uh, what do you say celebrated passing passing away passing away of bhishma dev and passing away of haridas thakur and you know that that shastras give us to know how to all the other stories tell us how to li- live in this material world you know live and yet don't live i mean live for krishna and these two passing away of shrila haridas thakur and bhishma dev teaches us how to leave this material world remembering krishna so with that i will end today's class please forgive me for all the mistakes i have committed vancha kalpa taru bhyashya kripa sindhu ve vacha patita naam pavne ve vaishnavi ve namo namo anant koti vaishnav brind ki jaye samvet bhakt brind ki jaye granth ra shrimad bhagavatam ki jaye shrila prabhupad ki jaye any any addition any comments or anything yes prabhu uh, hari krishna hari krishna um so my question was about the uh the relationships that we have with uh Krishna um and from my understanding I think from what you said that they're eternal right is that yeah. correct yeah. yeah so um when Arjuna was on the battlefield with Krishna he was in the rela- Yeah, they are in a friendship. Arjuna and Krishna, right? Yeah. Uh so if you see the instance of that's how we are right we are in a rasa particular rasa all of the living entities are but yet they are but the, as i said jivesh swarup hai krishna nitya das we are krishna's eternal servant even radharani isn't it radharani being in the mood of conjugal topmost devotee of the krishna uh, devotee of krishna the the best thing you can ever have is the position of radharani right she is in a conjugal mood and a mood of loving relationship with krishna madhurya relationship and yet she is called to be a devotee isn't it devotee means a servant so we are no matter what we will have our relationship but we are in the mood of a uh, a particular rasa that we share with krishna if you see even um, gopa gopa boys they were also friends and yet they were servant same with balaram ji balaram ji is also uh, he is somewhat between um, sakya and batsalya because he is elder brother so he has this sense of protection towards krishna but he is also also a friend so he has this uh, mood and yet he is also a servant of krishna so it is like no matter what like 
you know, um, as they say, whether you are a mother or a father or a child, or we are all those, but yet we are a human being. So something is basic. The basic is that we all are the servant of Krishna. So that's why that slok says Jeevar Swarup, Krishna's Nityadas, our main Swarup. The main identity is we are the servant. And then whatever our, the, the as they say, our false ego is that we identify with our this body, but our real ego is that we identify ourselves with Krishna. So whatever our real ego is in that term, that whether we are in Sakya, whether we are in Batsalya, Madhurya, no matter what, mood we share with Krishna, but we always remain the devotee of the Lord, the servant of the Lord. Devotee of the Lord means servant of the Lord. Does that make any sense, Prabhu? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. We all are subordinate to Lord. That's nothing wrong, right? If we think, if we take out the word servant and if we think we are all subordinate to Lord, right? No matter how, even Brahmaji is subordinate, Lord Shiva is subordinate, we definitely are subordinate to Lord. So in the parents, if you see the parents or a, yeah, parent, I would say, even mother, mother and son relationship, the son is subordinate to the mother. Not only knowledge-wise or anything. The son is supposed to serve the, the, his parents. Isn't it? But he has a relationship, a loving relationship. Similarly, a wife is supposed to serve the um, husband. That's a subordinate relationship. Not in today's modern context. No, I'm talking about Shastras. In Shastra, they say that the uh, we see the story of uh, or the incident of Kardama Muni. Kardama Muni was serving Lord, and his wife Devahuti was serving his uh, her husband, like a menial servant. Even if she comes from a uh, you know she is a she is a princess, and he is a mundane uh, not mundane. He is a um, he was a very simple sage who didn't have anything to him to give it to her. So as to say, in the beginning. But she came, she took up the responsibility of taking care of her, uh, t- taking care of Kardama Muni. And then when uh, Kardama Muni was satisfied with her, she gave her everything and more than she could what ask for. What she could ever ask for. If you read that particular Kapil Dev third canto, I mean, he he gave her a plane, a flying plane, a pushpak biman, and a, a floating building, a, fo- a floating palace, and everything. With so many maid servants, she became so beautiful, and everything. But if you see the when, and most of it, I mean, all of our shastras, it mentions that even if that Muni, that Rishi would have got married, a Brahmana got married to a very high class uh, Mataji, that Mataji will come and like a menial servant, she will serve. So that's also a, so that's that she serves as a servant, but at the same time, the relationship is a conjugal relationship between a husband and wife. Isn't it? But when Lord is, when the husband is introducing, not introducing, this is my servant, this is my wife, (laughs) this is my son, this is my student, he will say, this is my servant. 
the, the servant what sometimes disturbs us if we think is as a subordinate or a devotee. It disturbs maybe our ego, false ego. <laughs> yeah, so if you see that maybe a point you can think upon and then bring it more and we can discuss more or somebody else can help. So the relationship with Krishna remains the same. That we are his das or dasi. Only thing is, which the the mood that we serve him through, whether as a lover, whether as a friend, whether if you ask a small kid, how would you like to have Krishna as? He would definitely say as a friend because we are so we love the pastimes of Krishna, and every young you know Krishna conscious boy, they would or maybe the girls, they would like to play with Krishna. Eventually, of course, whatever their swarup with our sadhana, our strong sadhana, our association by the blessing of Krishna and the Vaishnavas, it will be revealed to us. But right now, we we feel something, right? So, the, but we still, but are we thinking? Oh, I have become like does Radharani thinks, or any of the gopis think that? Okay, now I have become a gopi, a, a lover of Krishna. Now I should not be a servant. No, that's a that's a thought of this material world. That I am equal. When the moment you say lover, it gives a feeling of equality. That I am as good as him. But in the spiritual, what we understand, what, what I have heard from the classes, from the seniors, we always remain subordinate to him. We cannot do what he can do. Not because just doing, but it is, it is our pride. Prabhupada says a devotee should have only one pride that we are Krishna's das. Our only pride is we are the servant of Krishna. And the best thing is we have recognized and we are working towards it. Everybody is Krishna's servant. It's just that some people realized it and some people did not. And we are fortunate in this very birth, we have realized it and we are, you know, trying to, what do you say, give dimensions to it, give a meaning to it, and trying to work as a servant, not just understand it, but, you know, work towards it. So maybe it's a, what do you say, it's an idea that we need to contemplate upon and digest. Yes, yes. So that's true. And if I have to add to it, that's correct understanding, Prabhu. Perfectly. Otherwise, if we don't do that and if we work according to our, this mundane senses, right? Prabhupada, as Prabhupada says that we have imperfect senses. And with that imperfect senses, whatever we understand will be imperfect by ourselves if we do that with our imperfect senses, including the mind. So, so what, as we, that's why we take the shelter of Guru and, you know, and the Shiksha Gurus and the Diksha Guru. Because Guru knows. And uh, Prabhupada says in Lila Amrita, even if Guru doesn't know everything, Krishna knows. And Guru knows Krishna. So it's like that. But coming back to the point, uh, if we don't do what is being told to us, then what the risk of, uh, they say, uh, Sahajiyas, you would have heard that term, Sahajiyas, we take it easy. 
We take it easy. Oh, chanting, I don't like chanting. What do I do? I think I am the lover of Krishna. Then in they, they will dress like that. And it is just superficial. It is just superficial. Because it is not, it is not backed by strong sadhana. It is not backed by the blessings, the mercy of the Lord or the Guru. See, when, uh, so that's why we need to act whatever our Guru says because we do not have the intelligence. But Guru does. Because he is representing his Guru. He is representing his Guru. So it's a parampara and finally it reaches back to Krishna. So we are getting those instruction through our, uh, through, getting those instruction from Krishna through our Guru Varga. So whenever we do, and when the time will, Prabhupada says, in a few lectures back, I was hearing a few days back, that, you know, Krishna is the best guru. And he teaches us from our, as a Paramatma. But till we understand, and we, we are, what do you say, we are in a position, we are in a purified position, when we can hear what our Paramatma says, we have to follow our, the Paramatma's external manifestation is our guru. The Chitta Guru is inside and our Guru, our Diksha Guru is the external manifestation. And in Chaitanya Charitamrit, um, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, in the first chapter, he says that Diksha Guru and Shiksha Guru was non-different. So, you know, yeah, it's a very, very strong statement. And <laughs> yeah, so they are not much different. So the respect they are due, it's the same. And uh, yeah, so we take instruction from our seniors, from our Shiksha Gurus, and Diksha Guru, and we act accordingly, and Prabhupada says that by chanting and following the four regulative principle, we can go back to Godhead. And the most important, what I, I feel is, if we have trust, if we believe what Srila Prabhupada said, what our Acharyas are saying, what our Shastras are saying, and not wrong or false overcommitments, then we would definitely, you know, achieve that goal. Thank you. I hope it was satisfied little of your quest. I'm not sure about it completely or not. Yeah, trust the sadhana. That's 100% trust your rounds, trust the sadhana. The stronger our sadhanas are. And one thing that I have heard, or maybe to a certain extent, very little, to very little extent realized is, when our sadhana is good, our sentiment sentimental uh, attachments. We become a little more practical. We see Srila Prabhupada. How even sitting right in front of, the, you know, so many, in, right in Brindavan with all the devotees being around him, he, will, he used to talk about semens and other practical things. So when we have a very strong sadhana, we will can also do. Practically does not mean that uh, we are not, uh, how do I say, we are not emotionally Attached to the devotees and Krishna, but practically as in, you know how just now we mentioned about uh, sahajiyas. Sahajiyas, they are only sentiments. No, not backed by shadhu, shastra, guru. So we don't want to be that extreme. We don't want to be so overly practical that, you know, we forget the emotion part of it. So I have heard from very senior devotee says that, you know, there is no devotion without emotion. How can you love without just being practical or very hard-hearted? We cannot. So this is a very fine 
in between or a mix, you know, it's a combination. You have to read the shastras because you know what you are doing so that you know what you are doing through your sadhana. At the same time, we also have to have this mood of love, this, you know, this emotion for Krishna and for the devotees. So it's like a, you have to, yeah, sadhana is very important and Hare Krishna Mahamantra as Prabhupada says will reveal everything to us if we are, and the four regulative principles. If we are doing these two things perfectly under the guidance of a spiritual master and other senior devotees and Vaishnavas, we should be fine, Prabhu. That's what I have heard. I'm just transferring it to you like a parrot and repeating like a parrot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like from the Santaras to the Sakya. Santa Sakya. Now on the top is Madhurya, right? Yeah. That is the love. Yeah. yeah. So, the Santa is the lowest. That's a awe and reverence you're saying, that one. I mean, I would not say lowest. Actually, it will be wrong on my, I mean, what I have heard. I've heard from um, one of very elevated and very, what do you say, well-learned devotee of Iskon. He says that, you know, we say Madhurya is, I, I'll just repeat what he said. And you take what you have to. So he said that, you know, that Madhurya is the topmost is being told to us uh, by our Acharyas because we, in this Gaurya Vaishnava, this Rupa Goswami's uh, movement, we are in that mood, in the Madhurya. That's why we call it topmost. But then if you, like even a stone, because everything is animated in the spiritual world, right? Everything talks and moves and everything. They have their own emotion. Even a stone... If you ask, oh stone, do you want to be Radharani or any of the gopis who is so close to Krishna, he'll soon, he will say, no, I'm, I'm happy being a stone. Or a peacock or Mother Yashoda. They're just happy being where they are. That's what I was mentioning. That even Bhishma Dev, that's a secondary rasa that he was enjoying with Krishna. He didn't, he didn't want to, he would not want to exchange it with Krishna as a, uh, with Arjuna as a Sakya Bhav. Because he is enjoying it. If you are happy eating something and or honoring a prasadam, and you're very satisfied. Suppose it's a khichdi, and I said there's a very nice pulao. It might be very nice from my point of view, but it might be very, very spicy for your taste. Would you would not enjoy it? So no, my khichdi was better. Give me the khichdi. Like how our taste bud, right? One person's taste taste bud does not may not match with others. So that love, that emotion. Sometimes for me it happens, I will tell, this class is so wonderful and I'll tell my Prabhu, my Prabhu will say, no, it is okay for me. I mean, all classes are wonderful, but I'm just saying, you know. So we have a, we have individual personalities. That's why we are, we don't want to merge into Krishna because we we want to keep our personality, we want to keep our individuality and yet serve Krishna. So we want to keep that mood and yet serve Krishna. Coming back to your first point. That's why Krishna wants to taste us. 
what we are not being something else i have many i think two years back in kirtan 50 nitananda prabhu was given an example i do not remember the exact narration but he said something about ice cream and i think he was saying gur so if you you have suppose you have a taste you are you if you as a, your personality is like an ice cream if you try to be like a sugar candy and krishna think you are ice cream and you taste like sugar candy krishna will be disappointed so be what you are but you know so as i said madhuri are they one step after as rupa goswami he is a he is a manjari rupa manjari so his mood is into madhuri so if you ask me i would say it is best to be a mother somebody else will say it is best to be a father so which which path you have chosen we are into gorya vaishnavism which is into which uh, what do you say which for us the topmost is madhuri but prabhupad said in his memories of shila prabhupad no matter what is our final like no somebody may like the form of jagannath somebody's aradhya maybe or the worshipable lord maybe krishna in dwarka somebody's maybe in mathura for somebody it's in vrindavan prabhupad says no matter what we need to follow the four regulative principle and chant hari krishna hari krishna 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 hari 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 ram hari ram 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 hari hari even somebody's is aradhya is lord ram or lakshmi narayan they also have to follow this path and then at the time see bhishma dev he had the time of the death he death he was seeing krishna with four arms but to form krishna is the supreme personality of god because he is the krishna's to bhagwan swayam shrimad bhagavatam teaches us but for him his aradhya or his worshipable lord was with the four form with the four arm form right so he saw him not krishna with two hand so whatever it is if we follow this practice and i don't know if i answered your question i think i went all around but you are saying if one is above the other it depends which which sampraday we are in that is also a thing to be considered like some sampraday they worship um, we worship radha and krishna we do not worship krishna's individually separately so some sampraday they worship bal gopal as their worshipable lord with a with a vaishna they are vaishnavas and recognized sampraday but they worship bal gopal so it is the mood but that will come prabhu i would say because since prabhupad says this is no matter whom you are going back to but this is the path so we are in the journey right we are in the journey of chanting hari krishna mahamantra and the following four regulative principle when we get there it will be revealed to us we will not be cheated <laughs> anything else that's 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 prabhu like how do i say i don't know how what can
Yes. Yes, correct, yeah. Yeah, of course he is yours, Prabhu. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what said. You may think that he is as your father. Some other person may think he is his friend. And these are the moods. These are, that is the main thing. You need not think, oh, I am subordinate to Krishna. Thinking that subordinate, it need not put us down. As I said, it is our pride. It is, it's our badge that, you know, we belong to Krishna. So long we know we belong to Krishna. See, the thing is, the mood of surrender that cannot come if you if you from it will come from arjuna's standpoint not from mine because i'm so conditioned i'm not krishna's uh, you know which pride prabhu i belong to krishna no 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 that's that's the only pride prabhupad said we should have prabhupad says our only pride is we are krishna's servant so that's not wrong but knowing that how do I tell? See, uh, we see during our, it's a very exalted topic, I should not be talking, but we see when the gopis, they felt a little tinge of pride that Krishna with us, Krishna left. So that we do not get that sort of, you know, tendency, like the, the moment we start thinking, why our gurus, our acharyas, they tell us not to, you know, just act as a servant. I've heard from my senior, uh, senior, seniors that, you know, they say, right now we are in the position of servant. We, the moment we start thinking in the mood of gopis and other rasas, there will be, you know, contamination. We will not continue this path. Yeah. Yeah. So if we start thinking we are at the same level, you know what can happen to us? Yeah, Krishna disappear. So it can happen in our life also. And where are we in standing in the position of gopis? Nowhere. So long we understand we are nowhere, Krishna will be with us. If we think we are somewhere, we have come up somewhere, we are up, up to something, Krishna will not be with us. So that pride is something is that keeps Krishna away from us. So that's the only reason we are told again and again and again that we are servant. Only with that, we will get back Krishna. Does that make sense, Prabhu? Yeah. So that we can remain surrendered. So it, because after Krishna, after 2.7 also, when Arjuna surrendered, as Prabhu, you said, he said, you are my master, I am your disciple. Did, did, did he break his friendship? No. Krishna was restored, Arjuna was restored back into his friendship. He was going back to Dwarka and staying and things. If we read ahead, we will see. They still remained friends. Friends. Did it, I mean, did he become, oh Guru Maharaj, now you tell me whatever. That relationship remained. Krishna with Sudama. Sudama knew he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But did Krishna not came, did not come running to meet? Did he not wash his feet and serve him? Even being a Lord. But Sudama knew where is Krishna, where. even if when Krishna was washing his feet, he knew that he is the master, I am the servant. That mood, to bring that of us to that mood of Sudama or Arjuna, we have to act as a servant. Till that gets purified, we have to be servant. We will be servant forever, but I'm talking about that consciousness. Even when Lord is washing Sudama's feet, he did not think, oh, I'm sitting on the throne now, I am the master and he is subordinate. And everything is mine. 
He was not thinking. If that happens to me, I'll think that way. That's why it's best for me that I remain dasi and continue till Krishna and have the mercy on us. That's why they say in chanting, we have three steps. They called offensive chanting. I mean, Nama Parad and then Nama Bhas and then Shuddha Nam. You can go up to Nama Bhas, but Shuddha Nam is Krishna's mercy. That's what I have heard from other seniors. So that is Krishna's mercy. What rasa we have with Krishna is Krishna's mercy and our Guru Maharaj's mercy. But what we can be, we can be sincere servant. Our endeavor is to bring us our holy name to at least Namabhas. From there, as Brajiv Brihari Prabhu gives this example, there are three, uh, what do you say, three floors. We, if I am in the first floor, na, uh, offensive chanting, I can go to the second floor, Namabhas. But from there, there are no stairs. From there, only Krishna can pick us to the third level, which is Shuddhanam. And that applies to all, to be a pure devotee, to be a Shuddha Bhakta, all this. It is all applicable to that. I'm just repeating what I heard. If that helps. Shall we end? Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Samvita Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande. Thank you Prabhupada.